0: Sigler.
1: Inspiring true performance. To another inspired podcast from Ziggler.com. My name is Blake Lindsay, and I'm really glad you're here. I hope you'll make it a positive point to tell somebody about us every week. Today, we will be talking about the gosh attitude. Have you heard of that before? If you don't know what I'm talking about, you'll want to listen to Mr. Ziggler as he describes this attitude and how your attitude can affect you both mentally and physically.
0: I'm a foodie, and I enjoy learning about the process that brings great foods and beverages from idea to the table.
2: what is this attitude i'm talking about number of years ago as a matter of fact to be specific it was on american airlines flight number 874 on our way to norfolk virginia now this was about oh six years ago i was seated in seat number 2c i was the first one aboard the aircraft behind me A mother carrying a baby, leading a toddler, and had a little four or five year old girl following her. The mother and the two little ones got in first, and the little girl, when she stepped aboard the aircraft, she turned left and she looked at the cockpit. And there are those pilots and co-pilots, you know, with all that beautiful uniform and the flight wheels and all of that kind of stuff and probably more electronic gear than she'd seen in her lifetime. When she turned around, as you've heard this before, her little eyes were as big as saucers. And she looked, and I don't know why the child did this, but she put her hands down on her knees and looked down that long fuselage and said, gosh. Gosh, when's the last time you woke up and said, gosh, what a beautiful mate I have. Gosh, what a privilege I have to do what I'm doing. Gosh, how exciting it is to be healthy and have a good mind and an opportunity here to do things that people all over the world simply do not have. The gosh attitude will serve you well regardless of where you are. And before we finish uh, in this strategist for success, we're gonna be looking so carefully at how you have balance in your life. How do you deal with the physical, the mental, the spiritual? How do you deal with the financial, the personal, the family, and the business? How do you bring that balance in life? I want to get you excited about you. I want to get you excited about your future. I want to get you just as excited as little Johnny was. Now, little Johnny was a pistol. He was a second grader. And one Friday afternoon, the teacher called the class together, and she said, now, class... If anything happens over the weekend that's exciting, tell us about it on Monday morning. Well, on Monday morning, little Johnny was seated there at his little desk, you know, and although the desk was accurate, little Johnny wasn't. I mean, he was all over the place. And the teacher said, Johnny, looks like you had a good weekend. Yes, ma'am, sure did. What'd you do, Johnny? Me and my daddy went fishing. We caught 75 catfish. They all weighed 75 pounds. Now, Johnny... Son, you know, that simply is not true. He said, oh, yes, ma'am, it is. He said, my daddy is a great fisherman. I'm even better than he is. We caught 75 catfish. They all weighed 75 pounds. Now, Johnny, if I were to tell you that on the way to school this morning, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, jumped up a big old 1,200-pound grizzly bear and was just about to grab me and eat me up, When this little old eight-pound yellow dog jumped up, grabbed him by the nose, threw him down, bounced him back and forth, broke his neck, killed him dead. Johnny, would you believe that? He said, oh, yes, ma'am. He said, as a matter of fact, that's my dog. (laughs) (laughs) Now, folks, uh, that's exciting. That's excitement. That's what I want to get you excited about. Now, I'm going to tell you, you have been here since 6.30. It is now 9.30. That's three hours that you have been listening to various speakers beat their gums. You've listened to me now about an hour and a half of that, okay? Now, normally when you hear somebody speak that long and you're anchored to your seats, you begin to get a little fidgety and a little weary, and and you start looking at your watches, then you start seeing if it's still running. I mean, you know what I'm talking about, don't you? I'm going to make a statement. And if it's true, I'd like to see those hands go way up enthusiastically with a lot of motivation if you agree with it. If you don't agree with it and it's not true, just sit on your hands, okay? Even though you've been in your seats three hours, hour and a half been listening to me, at this moment you are more energized physiologically than you were when I started. If that's true, let me see those hands go up, please, all right? Now, folks, let me tell you why I really wasn't sticking my neck out why I really wasn't gambling. Dr. Forrest Tennant, in my opinion, the number one drug authority in America. Dr. Tennant has done some tests, listening uh, and watching people, taking blood samples before I started speaking, and then blood samples when I got through speaking. First time he did it, it was a four-hour seminar. I was the only speaker, but they had been in seminar four hours that afternoon. Now, he took the blood samples before and after, and when we got through that night, the endorphin level, the dopamine level, the serotonin level, the whole smear of neurotransmitters was up to 300% higher. We are energized physiologically when we hear the kind of information we are talking about. Now, what I'm really saying with all of this is that something happens. Here's what Dr. Tennant discovered. He discovered that when you hear a motivational presentation, specifically or especially one that gives you specific directions, and this was reported in Meetings and Conventions magazine, first time in May of 1989, the brain is literally flooded with dopamine and norepinephrine. Now those are the energizing neurotransmitters. It's flooded with serotonin, Serotonin is the feel-good-about-yourself neurotransmitter. Now, there are over 200 neurotransmitters. Now, another one that is in there, the endorphins, they are the endurance neurotransmitter. Now, when you regularly get this input in your mind, like every morning, if you and I get together for a sales meeting on your way to work, you will arrive there more energized because those neurotransmitters are doing a tap dance right there in your mind. You're energized physiologically. Now, on the way home, you've uh, pretty well spilled your popcorn in the lobby there. I mean, you've, uh, uh, you've been real busy there on your job. In other words, you've had a busy day. You head back home, you pop in another tape. This one maybe be on uh, building winning relationships. And you get home, a better husband, a better wife. A better mother, a better father, a better person. In other words, there's something in there that does you a lot of good. Now for the most recent research. This is not even in print yet. Dr. Tennant, with the aid of some awfully high-powered microscopes, has been able to determine that the cells in our body all of them, at the end of the cell, there's a little storage tank or receptor. Guess what goes into that? That's right, dopamine, norepinephrine, serotonin, endorphins, and all of these other neurotransmitters. You can literally build an attitudinal reserve. You've heard all your life, well, uh, motivation is very temporary. Well, if you only hear it one time, maybe it is. But over a period of time, it begins to build and accumulate, and you can become at least semi-motivated as a result if you keep putting it in and keep putting it in and keep putting it in, just like our physical endurance. I know I started lifting weights a few months ago. Uh, Had to ease up on it. I was bulking up, and a lot of folks thought I was on steroids. Uh, (laughs) uh, You know, but uh, I can tell you that that builds endurance. <laughs> now, I missed here about three weeks, not able to do any, and when I went back, I wasn't quite as strong as I was before, but dramatically stronger than I'd been when I started six months ago. That's what I'm talking about with this. There's a lot of things that you can do. Motivation can be at least semi-permanent, and uh, when the neurotransmitters attach to the white blood cells, then they fight infection and cancer because every cell does have that receptor tank. Well, let me tell you what else attitude and motivation does for you. Several years ago, we had a series down at Meyer Symphony Hall. At the first one was a young woman named Mary Ellen Caldwell. When the first session was over and it was on self-image, she came up to me and she said, oh, she said, I can't begin to tell you how much I have enjoyed this session. Said, my dad was forced into retirement about six months ago. And uh, he's just been a bear ever since. I mean, he's frustrated, he's angry, his health has given him some problems now. He simply is not responding to uh, the retirement. And she said, you've given me a long series of ideas that I can use with him that will help him get out the funk mood that he is in. So uh, I looked at her list, and here's something rather fascinating. Not one single thing had she written down that I'd been talking about. Not a one. Let me tell you something about creativity. The more you know about anything, the more creative you become in that subject. What had happened, she had a lifetime of experience with her dad, of loving her dad and concerns for her dad. She had accumulated in a lifetime a lot of very valuable information. And what had happened was the old information she had accumulated over a lifetime looked over and saw the new information I'd just given her, and the new information triggered thoughts and ideas in the old information, and she'd come up with a long series of things they could do together. About five months later, I met her dad. And I'm telling you, if he'd ever been depressed a day in his life, I could not tell it then. He was excited. He was enthused. He was motivated about what could happen in his life and what already was going on in his life.
1: I hope you are encouraged to hear the research that supports the idea that you can change your attitude and derive many benefits from it. Today, you can do something positive for yourself to make it, as Mr. Ziegler would say, a better than good day. We truly hope that listening to these recordings inspire you to be the best you can be. We want you to come back next week and bring somebody with you to hear more from Zig. Remember to live your life to the fullest. I'm Blake Lindsey, wishing you a positive week.
2: Ziggler. Six- six- six-
1: Inspiring true performance.